Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Nothing's going to ever keep it down. <laughs> like it or not, here we go. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Wednesday, the 19th day of January, 2022. My name is Nick. Look, everybody, it's Big J. Hey, look at me. Uh, how you doing, Big J? Good. We've never met before, have we? Every morning. Is this your card? Welcome to the show. We are going to do a Wednesday show for you that does not include today a concert announcement. Sorry, we did that yesterday. In case you missed it, Slipknot's coming to town, kids. And it's all happening, and it's going to be pretty amazing as the Roadshow returns. Uh, today, we will be given a movie review from Big J. That's going to happen. He watched The God Committee yesterday on the old Netflix. And so we'll get a full review of the movie that you selected he watch. We also will have a We're Going to Hell story handpicked from Radio's Big J. How do you like that? Yeah. Uh, we don't usually take submissions because it takes us to really dark corners of the internet usually, but Big J's found one, and he loves it. And so we're going to talk about that today. On top of it all, we also have your tickets to Ghost and Volbeat. That show is happening next week at the Ford Idaho Center Arena, which is going to be amazing. And we have a chance for you to get qualified for an autographed ghost guitar while you're winning those tickets, which is never a bad thing. Plus more fun and excitement as we sally forth on this particular Wednesday. Hopefully it'll be a good one for you. Big J, you're going to be out and about later on this afternoon at Expo Idaho for a live broadcast. Agree or disagree? Yeah, agreed. And it'll be a chance for you, the ex-listener, to get your grubby little paws on those free X-Show tickets with Dead Sarah, which is coming up in just a touch over a month from now at the Knitting Factory Concert House. Uh, we'll be out and about uh, a couple of times over the course of this week for your chance to score those tickets, both of them at Expo Idaho for the Dennis Dillon Expo Idaho sales. So maybe plan for that on your way home from work today as Big J will be out from 4 to 6 p.m. Talking about deals at Expo Idaho and then handing out goodies from the X-Rock stock, including some tickets. So that is a heads up for your Wednesday. We should get started with the show, play some music while we're at it. Let's start with some Sublime. This is Santeria here on the X-Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Well, as COVID continues to kind of surge around here in the Treasure Valley, including hitting a 50% positivity rate for those getting tested in the state, which is ridiculously high, schools are starting to feel the kind of burden of that. And a number of absences among staff members in Idaho schools and students have forced a bunch of school districts around the Gem State to close temporarily. And the one that has been hit most recently here in the Treasure Valley is the Nampa School District. They announced yesterday that five of their schools will be closed at the end of the week because of extremely high levels of COVID. Those are New Horizons Dual Language School, Gateways, Nampa Early Childhood Learning Center, East Valley Middle School, and Centennial Elementary School. According to the school district, 170 staff members are currently out, 72 classrooms unfilled just on Tuesday of this week. That is the highest illness rate they have seen so far this year. And so they have shut things down for the week there at those schools. Do not be shocked if this happens as things get a little bit crazier around the Treasure Valley as well. Because they're saying mid-March before it dies down. Uh, So get ready. Uh, School could be impacted once again as it has been here. 
Dallas Cowboys quarterback Dak Prescott had to apologize on Twitter last night, Big J, for his comments after his team's wildcard playoff loss to the 49ers on Sunday, in which he spoke uh, approvingly of fans throwing things at the ref at the game. When he was asked about the water bottles being thrown at the refs as they left the field, Prescott said credit to them then. He tweeted last night that he regrets the comments he made regarding the officials after the game on Sunday. He was caught up in the emotion of a disappointing loss, and his words were uncalled for and unfair. Do you believe his apology? Oh, yeah. Uh, I do, too. Uh, I will say this, though, however. You know, the one thing that they didn't talk about was, I mean, did you see the footage of all the Cowboys players walking off the field also getting pelted with things? Uh, I mean, it just felt like they were, uh, what, what do you call them, uh, Collateral damage. I see. Well, I mean, I didn't see any uh, any referees around Demarcus Lawrence. He was batting away uh, water bottles as he was trying to get off the field. Tell you what, man. Uh, to me, the Cowboys, a bunch of babies. The fans, a bunch of babies. Crying and whining because they lost games based on penalties. It's ridiculous. Uh, so... He is sorry. I'm sure he certainly is. I'm and, not, for what I just said. Well, I know. I, listen, I'm not going to ask you to apologize for that because that'd be silly. Uh, i tell you who is leaning into the world of Star Trek. That is Paramount+. Plus. They have announced that they are renewing almost all of their Star Trek series. Star Trek Discover, Star Trek Lower Deck, Star Trek Strange New Worlds all have been renewed by Paramount+. Plus. Meanwhile... Uh, they have also announced that Bull will end with its current sixth season on CBS. It was uh, four or five years, the highest rated TV show on television, Big J. But this year, not been a good year for Bull, as uh, several actresses have uh, basically said that the lead actor in the series is a creep and has done really creepy and awful things on the set. And so the CBS is like, oh, we don't care how popular it is. Probably good not to pay this guy to be in a show anymore. Uh, named after him. So the series finale will air later this year. So, so no disappointing, bull. too. Uh, you liked it? Well, no, but I like him. I mean, I liked him. What, what he was else? a big part of NCIS oh, okay, okay. for many years. Gotcha. And then he got his own little... But this is not the same character, right? Different character? No, different character. Gotcha. This is based off of the uh, uh, the Dr. Phil character. Ah, gotcha. Yeah, it didn't, hasn't worked out for anybody involved in that particular side of things. <laughs> Soundgarden burden in my hand here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Head on a swivel, everybody. We tell you this all the time. You never know, and you can't trust anything. In fact, uh, poor dude in Tennessee is dealing with some issues, but he's got a little bit of cash these days to make the issues go away. His name is William Conan, and he, in 2014, went to a Cracker Barrel. You ever uh, partake? Uh, it's been a while, man. Not a, not a regular customer. Yeah, I've only been to a Cracker Barrel once in my life, and I don't remember anything about it. Seems it. like a lot of people give it a lot of crap, though. Uh, do they? Is yeah. it one of those? Uh, well, I, I do know they're fairly popular, spe- specifically in the South. Uh, people enjoy the Cracker yeah. Barrels. And this dude uh, uh, basically sat down for some lunch, ordered a water, and he took a sip of water, and it immediately made his mouth and throat burn, and he's like, this is not okay. Uh, the discomfort worsened, and he decided, you know what, I'm going to stop eating, and I'm going to go to emergency room because something is not right. Maybe I'm having a heart attack. I don't know. Uh, it was discovered when he went to the hospital, Big J, that the restaurant accidentally served him water mixed with eco-sand, which is basically a food contact surface sanitizer and distainer. Uh, it's what they soak their, uh, their, their utensils in before they put them in the dishwasher. You understand? Right. And uh, according to the attorneys for the restaurant, they claim 
that the restaurant you regularly uses an unmarked pitcher of the chemical in water, and they just when they're when they're busting the tables, they dump the the uh, the the utensils in that particular cleanser, and then the person takes it back and puts it in the dishwasher. Well, somebody mistook an empty pitcher of that cleaning liquid with regular water and poured this dude a nice tall glass of it. Oh no! And he drank it. And it gave him a really bad reaction for about a week. Uh, he had to stay in the hospital. It was a rough, rough go of it, but he was okay after a week. And a judge this week has ordered Cracker Barrel to pay the man $9 million in damages uh, for serving him up essentially a cleaning chemical Damn. as a beverage. And the restaurant did say it was an honest mistake. Of course, uh, using unmarked pitchers for things seems like a bad idea. I'm sure they've probably corrected that particular <laughs> uh, strategy uh, going forward. But I ask you, Big J. I mean, I, I bet you this it doesn't sound like it was a fun week. It doesn't sound like it was a fun situation. But would $9 million make all that go away? Listen, did he did he have to spend time in the hospital? Yes, he did. A full How? week. He spent the whole week in the hospital. Full week in the hospital because they had to do a bunch of tests because they didn't know what it was. You know, he didn't know he drank the liquid cleaner. He just thought he was having some sort of reaction I or something. Mean, let's be honest. That could, that. Cause, that could cost close to a uh, million dollars right there. He still got eight, though, uh, at the end so, of it. Uh, yeah, I think it's fair compensation. It does sound like. I mean, listen. I, I, I don't. If, if you're asking me, would I pay? If somebody gave me nine million dollars, would I ingest a chemical cleanser? My answer would probably be no. I mean, I, I know nine million dollars is a lot of money, but that seems like there's a lot that could go wrong in that particular situation. Right. So I don't think it's an even trade, but I do think it's a fair payout. It sounds like it's hell on earth, and hopefully, if there are restaurants out there, they are not using the same protocol as this particular Tennessee Cracker Barrel because now they're out nine mil, which is a lot of silver dollar pancakes if I uh, had to price it out at the Cracker Barrel. So now you know. Just watch out. You never know. Smell that water before you drink it. What do you think? Unless it's, un you know, it doesn't have a smell, then it's a whole other issue altogether. But Don't drink the water? Yeah, don't, don't trust anybody, I guess, is what it's boiling down to. Morning After with Nick and Big Bring J. Bring a taste tester with you. <laughs> a movie review from Big J next on the X-Rocks. That's the Foo Fighters. That is The Pretender here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yesterday, right around this time, you, the collective audience of The Morning After, selected a movie for Big J to watch and review for you as part of Streaming Dumbass. That movie was called The God Committee. It sounded hilarious. Big J, how was it? Yeah, with the opposite of hilarious. Uh, starring Kelsey Grammer, Julia Stiles, Coleman Domingo, Janine Garofalo, Dan Hayda. I mean, they all put in amazing performances. Uh, it is a heavy movie, man. It sounds like it was a pretty heavy movie. Um, and so uh, basically what you have here is uh, Kelsey Grammer, Julia Stiles, both um, cardiovascular surgeons. Uh-huh. Right. So um, and uh, at the beginning of the movie, you know, it's pretty clear that uh, Kelsey Grammer's character, Dr. Uh, Andre Boxer, He's part of a committee, uh, and that, that committee chooses who gets a transplant, whether it be heart or kidneys or liver, whatever it is. Okay. Um, and so that's their job is to, to, to decide who gets— Is that a real thing? I, I think that it probably is. Uh, just, well, at some point, there has to be choices that need to be made. Is, I thought is, that's what the list was for. Like, you're on yeah, a list. Yeah, and but like... I mean, they help determine who deserves to be a, what right. part of the list. I yeah, mean, that's if, fair. if uh, the, the, and and that's the pro the moral problem here in this committee is that they they have to select people who are, you know, going to do something with the, their lives. You know, because after they get this transplant, it's really important not for not to go to waste. 
right? Right. And so that's uh, a lot of what you have going on here. The thing that I irritated me about this movie, um, and it's a complaint I have sometimes about some movies, though it was necessary for the way it laid it out and played out, but the jumping back and forth in time. You don't like the non-linear storytelling. Uh, it's not that. It's that they do it so much that sometimes it, it and it's not completely clear what time frame we're in. It's like season one of The Witcher. No. Bouncing all over the place. Uh, yes, so you don't know exactly. That. Actually, yes, absolutely. And and so uh, they, they try to to delineate that uh, with basically how the characters look a little bit. Okay. Um, and so they, they do okay job there. But yeah, they're going back and forth in time here because uh, an event uh, that, that they're all kind of deciding on, um, you know, has to do with the, the future and what's going to happen. Um, and so you've got Julie Stiles, who is also a doctor, and she's brand new on this committee. And you have this, uh, this thing unfold in front of you and uh, it's pretty it's very dramatic but it's it's really good it's a really good movie okay but it is heavy uh, it was kind of depressing i had to follow it up with some uh some some uh, 80s comedy uh you know thanks to uh eddie murphy and uh just to get through it because it is pretty heavy janine garofalo is great as well so yeah i, I i'm not gonna say it's a home run but it's a good movie if you want to watch a drama Kelsey Grammer puts in a great performance, and the movie mostly surrounds his character, Dr. Boxer. Is it Big J approved? Yeah, Big All J right. approved. Uh, it's uh, not a feel-good movie of the year, <laughs> but it is something that is watchable, according to Well, if you base it on how a movie makes you feel, I mean, at the end, I was crying and upset and <laughs> um, moved to tears. All right. Well, listen, I think, you know, movies, not every movie needs to be brainless and total fun. I understand there could be some gravity to a movie. Yes. It can make you feel some things and still be very good. In fact, probably the best movies do make you feel something. Yeah, these idiot listeners <laughs> made me watch a dramatic movie that, that made me have feelings. But you liked it at the end of the day. Yeah, I mean, it was a good, it was a good movie. So there you go. Uh, Big J says, get the tissues ready. Uh, but... It's a good movie. It is called The God Committee, and it is a brand new... Was it a Netflix original? I know it was fairly I, I don't new. Think it's, I don't think it's a Netflix okay. original. But either way, it is streaming on Netflix. It's available for you to grab. It's one of the newer movies that they just put up there. And Big J says it's worth your time if you don't mind shedding a tear or two. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Told you last week that the American Red Cross is hurting for blood these days. In fact, here in the Treasure Valley, it's hit a critical mass. They are desperately in need of blood donors, and they have tried and attempting to sweeten the pot a little bit, Big J, as they are looking for people to donate some blood from coast to coast. So the American Red Cross has teamed up with the NFL, Big J, and they're going to give somebody a chance to win a really cool VIP trip to the Super Bowl in Los Angeles this year if you donate blood during the month of January. The prize package includes tickets to the game, round-trip airfare, three-night hotel accommodations, and a $500 gift card for expenses. Uh, they talked about their blood crisis nationwide last week. It's partly due to a 62% drop in college and high school blood drives because of the pandemic. So they've teamed up with the NFL to create the promotion, which also includes entry to the NFL tailgate and tickets to the Super Bowl experience. And they have one of those winners, so somebody in the country will win one of those. And then they're also offering a couple of chances for an at-home Super Bowl experience, one per state, which basically includes a projector for a large-screen 
TV projection, some really cool surround sound speakers, and a $500 gift card so that you can kind of, you know, pump up your home entertainment system a little bit is a second prize, and they've got 50 of those. So... They're trying to get you in in the next couple of days to donate some blood, and somebody could win a trip to the Super Bowl. Why not, right? Right. And it's doing a good thing, and, of course, the Red Cross needs as much help as they can get, so it might be the incentive that you're looking for. Well, Big J, it doesn't seem like it's a good job to be the head coach of a LeBron James basketball team. It seems like it's only a temporary gig. As the Los Angeles Lakers head coach Frank Vogel's job is in jeopardy, according to The Athletic, the team is struggling mightily currently. The report said that Vogel was nearly fired on Saturday after the Lakers lost by 37 to the Denver Nuggets. He did agree to a contract extension last August after having a 94-49 regular season record his first two seasons. Of course, he did lead the Lakers to the championship in 2020, but the Lakers had a bad year last year, and they made a bunch of changes in the offseason, kind of spurred by LeBron James, and none of them have worked out this year because, once again, Anthony Davis can't stay on the court, and Russell Westbrook has not worked out. And so it's just been a rough go of things, and unfortunately somebody has to bear responsibility, and Lord knows it ain't going to be the guy who picks the players it's going to be the head coach of the team. Yeah, LeBron can't fire himself from the team. No, apparently. no, no. Uh, no, it's got to be, somebody's got to take responsibility for it. It might as well be the person who has no call in any of these players coming together. He just has to make this goulash work somehow. Uh, and <laughs> it the, hasn't been eat working Eat the goulash! <laughs> hasn't been working out for the Lakers so far. Now, he still has a job for now, but in a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately league, uh, winning a championship a year and a half ago is not good enough to keep your gig. So, Lakers are going to have to straighten up or Vogel will be looking for another job. Big J, this makes me very excited. Uh, Harry Potter star Daniel Radcliffe will work some musical magic in his next role. He will be playing Weird Al Yankovic in Weird, the Weird Al Yankovic story, which will start filming next month and will stream on Roku later on in the year. Weird Al issued a statement saying that when my last movie, UHF, came out in 1989, I made the solemn vow to my fans that I would release a major motion picture every 33 years. And like clockwork, I'm happy to say we're on schedule. Uh, <laughs> if you remember, the Funnier Die is producing this. They did kind of like a mock trailer of a Weird Al. Like, what if a Weird Al biopic was seriously drama-filled and all sorts of stuff? And Paul Rudd was involved in the trailer like five, six years ago. Now they made a full script out of it. Funnier Die is involved. I don't know if it's going to be like a serious or a mockumentary retelling or if they're going with the dramatic drug-fueled trailer like they did a couple years ago which was part of the joke that Weird Al Yankovic was all strung out on drug you know the typical rock star yeah. biopic but uh it's Weird Al so we'll see what they do but either way you're gonna get Harry Potter involved people are going to be into it so that's gonna be headed to Roku later on this year Maggot. the morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 the X rocks the following story contains adult situations Ooh. Uh, this is not a story for the kids, so earmuffs, kids, because this is where things get ugly. Uh, it involves something uh, around erectile dysfunction, Big J. You familiar with the topic? Uh, yeah, I've heard about it right I here on the station. Say, I would hope so. Uh, conservatively, 30% of our commercials are about ED in some way, shape, or form. But uh, it is a serious thing, and there are plenty of medically sound ways to go about treating erectile dysfunction. 
Uh, I don't recall in any of the commercials that I've heard or any of the options that are on the table you sticking things into your urethra in order to make things better. Damn it, Bobby! Yeah. Uh, and that's what happened in our particular story. Ooh. It revolves around a 45-year-old patient who remains nameless Damn as well. <laughs> yes, as probably is the best way to go, that had been suffering from erectile dysfunction for the last several years. <clears throat> and so the, I guess, makeshift way around it that he and his partner discovered was inserting various objects into the urethra to keep it going. You know what I'm saying? This sounds A, awful, B, painful, and C, not a solution to things. I don't know how that even comes up. I don't know why you would ever agree to be a part of this. It, yeah, it sounds, I mean, go to the doctor. Right, right. Get, get a little blue pill, man. <laughs> right. Uh, like I said, this is the way they decided to go about it. And so one of the things that they thought were going to work were was a straw that was attached. You know, like a like a can of WD-40 has like a straw attached to it, one of those really thin straws that's Jesus, supposed to. Yeah. So that's what they were going to use. And in order to, I don't know, get as much leverage as possible, they kept the straw attached to a can of insulation spray. And then they began the inserting process. And while they were doing this, which apparently they have done several times before, the person that was inserting the straw accidentally pressed the top of the can, deploying the foam of insulation inside of his junk. You understand? Oh my God. And because it's home insulation, it's not WD-40, it's home insulation, this foam hardened. And so he had several masses of home insulation inside of his junk and bladder. And he, like, I mean, this is what puzzles me even further. They let it go for a couple of days, dude. A couple of days? Yeah, yeah. He didn't go into the emergency room until he realized, hey, you know, it's been like three days since I've urinated. That can't be right, right? And he's like, yeah, it's really sore. I thought maybe, I don't know, it would just kind of clear up. But <laughs> it hasn't. And I haven't been able to urinate. So he arrived at the hospital. The hospital went, holy Jesus, God almighty, what happened in here? Uh, they found the masses that had been uh, put in there, quote, problematic in the actual surgery. In fact, they had to cut a new opening between his scrotum and his butt to urinate because that's how bad it was. They had oh to find God. like a back way into his bladder. Do you understand what I'm telling you? Yeah. So basically, I mean, I don't want to get into all the details because the details of the surgery just no, make my stomach do. turn. Please no, do. no, no. But let's just say they had to perform a perineal urethosomy, which is basically where a new opening is made and they had to remove the fragments from his junk and his bladder. Uh, it was not fun. They don't know the extent of the damage, but needless to say, uh, he's not going to be using his urethra anymore, I guess is my point, Big J. So they won't be able to shove anything down it uh, because he's got to find another. <laughs> Flex seal didn't work? Flex seal did not, did not work, no. No, it did. So none of this is recommended. This is not the way you should go about it, and this guy has got to be in a world of pain all because that's what they decided to do. Once again, uh, you know, from what I understand about ED, it's not exactly a DIY project. Do you understand what I'm telling you? 
Wait, you're not gonna find yeah, you're not gonna find uh, that how to do on YouTube? No, no. And if you do, run away from that video. Morning after with Nick and Big J, there's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X Rocks. Rage Against the Machine, that is Gorilla Radio here on the morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X Rocks. Friendly reminder, never throw out anything. You understand what I'm telling you, Big J? Yeah. Uh, I'm talking about uh, especially stuff that you used to collect when you were kids. Don't throw out your toys. Don't throw out the comic books that you used to read. Don't throw out the baseball cards you used to collect because you never know. And don't throw out your kids stuff either. You never know when it's going to come back to be worth a ridiculous amount of money. And the world of comic books right now is absolutely bananas. We have a new record set in how much somebody has spent for a comic book. Now, keep in mind, this is not just an average comic book. This isn't like Superman number one or uh, Action Comics number one or anything like that. This is... Something that is a little bit different. You know, when they put together the uh, the comic book pages, there's original artwork. Yes, Big J? Yes. And, uh, you know, from time to time, this will go on an auction block where they'll take classic, you know, scenes from comic books and they'll find the original actual artwork from it before it was sent to the printing presses and they'll put it up for a bid. And back uh, in uh, 1997, they did this with a, uh, a the first appearance of The Incredible Hulk. In 1974, it was the 1974 Incredible Hulk issue, and it went for $657,000. At the time, that is the most anybody has ever spent on a single comic book page. That went the way of the dodo this weekend. When somebody found the original artwork from the 1984 Marvel Comics Secret Wars number 8 issue, uh, it was a big deal because that was the very first issue that Spider-Man was seen in a black suit. You know, forever he was red and blue or mm-hmm. red in the comic books, and then Venom got involved, and so the black suit became a thing. And back in 1984, in the Secret Con- Secret Wars comic, that's the first time it made an appearance. That particular panel went up for auction this weekend, and somebody threw down $3.36 million for Jesus. it. Jesus. Uh, that is how much money now... It is worth for it. The bidding started at thirty-three, or excuse me, three hundred and thirty thousand dollars. So less than half of what the old highest number ever was, and it climbed over three million so fast that they were like, "What is happening?" It was a four-day auction in Dallas, and they didn't even know what was happening. So the winning bid crushed it for a single comic book page. Of course, by almost more than three million dollars, which is incredible and crazy. And then the question becomes, what do you what do you do with it? You know what I mean? You spend that much money on it, which means you hope it. it you know, I don't know. You that you vastly overpaid for it. I don't know if it'll ever get the value of what you paid for it. Maybe I'm not sure. But like, you can't display it. It's very like you know, uh, delicate material that they have. Like, I mean, you got to really be yeah. careful with this thing. So. Best of luck to whoever spent that kind of money on it, but uh, I will never make fun of anybody for collecting comics because they are worth a ridiculous amount of money right now. Uh, and of course, that's not even the full issue. You know, there are full. The, yeah, the, that's the, just one page, right? Yeah, it's one. Now it's again, it's original artwork. It's not just somebody tore out a page from a random comic book. This is the original stuff they worked on at the Marvel headquarters. So it's fairly rare. It's a fairly big deal. I, I understand the rarity of it, but. It still seems like a lot of money for that stuff. Hopefully it works out for whoever bought it.
Morning After with Nick and Big J. Uh, and comic books are now officially out of my price range, by the way, for the old ones. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. If you are looking for COVID-19 home tests, because a lot of places are requiring you to have them, some workplaces are requiring you to either, you know, test negative, make sure you have it, all that kind of stuff, or maybe you're just worried about it yourself, they are difficult to get a hold of these days. That's hoping to change over the next couple of weeks. In fact, uh, if you missed out on it yesterday, officially covidtest.gov is up and running as of this morning. It gives you a chance for every single household here in America to grab four free COVID-19 home tests. Uh, it's fairly easy to do it. You just jump on the website, you enter your address, and the USPS will send you out four free COVID home tests within 7 to 12 days according to the way it's supposed to work and how it's just getting started so hopefully it does uh, but that is a way that you can do it so that is up and running it was as of yesterday in a limited capacity it should be in full bore around 10 o'clock or so this morning Idaho time covidtest.gov is where you can go for that and also a reminder that uh, as of Saturday it became re- required that all uh, private insurance companies covering the cost of at-home rapid tests with up to eight tests per month covered that was written into law so now uh if you find one you can use your insurance to pay for it and it shouldn't cost you anything at the register so there's that uh they are difficult to find still though so keep that in mind but having accessibility to testing is gonna be pretty key coming forward and you might as well get your hands on them if you can year and a half too late well, yeah, I, I, I agree. Mean, I uh, agree. I think the testing stuff has really gone by the wayside over the last two years, and they should have been focusing a lot on that. Well, I mean, that's the thing. It depends on who you talk to, whether or not testing is important or not. And so we can't get we can't agree on anything when it comes to this particular uh, thing. And so uh, this has been the most difficult thing to overcome. You're right. It is late. Uh, but I suppose better than ever, especially if you're looking to get a hold of these things, which haven't been easy to do so over the course of the last couple of months. Nothing about rapid tests or at-home tests have been easy, period, dot the end. Uh, it's been, you know, pretty standard operating procedure if you want to go to a place that's getting you tested or if you want to go to an urgent care or, you know, an emergency room, things like that. That's where you could go. But, yes, the ability to get this stuff at home has been very, very difficult. Hopefully, this turns a corner. But yes, it is very late. Dak Prescott has said sorry on Twitter last night because when he was asked after the game if he was cool with fans throwing things at the referees, he was like, yeah, dude, totally. And then last night he's like, yeah, that probably wasn't a good thing to say. I'm sorry. Uh, My loss, uh, the disappointing loss made my words uncalled for and unfair and he made a mistake so hopefully people will accept his apology or uh they'll just continue to chuck things at referees big j what do you think i think they'll probably continue to do that you're probably right uh many people have wondered what is going to happen with ellen's game of games after her talk show because that's going to conclude after 19 years uh later on this year and the answer is nbc is pulling the plug on that as well the show premiered in 2007 to great ratings but The show has gone down in popularity since the 2020 scandal about uh, what a terrible person Ellen DeGeneres is to people that she pays. And so uh, the ratings have kind of gone in the toilet and uh, the the her talk show ratings have as well. And so NBC has decided to part ways with Ellen. Uh, So when I think she may just disappear from television when that show uh, fades away, Big J. 
which is crazy when you think about how popular it was in its heyday and how uh, it has waned in popularity over the course of the last couple of years. It's just uh, incredible to see that brand just pretty much dissipate. Never would have thought that would happen, but uh, it does. So it show, goes yeah. to show you, be nice to people, Big J. Otherwise, it costs Especially you other celebrities. Several gigs, yes. Yes. You should fear and treat other celebrities with respect. Period. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Speaking of celebrities, your pop culture smackdown's coming up here in a few seconds. Culture smackdown. On the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And we got a big show next Thursday out at the Ford Idaho Center. Ghost, Volbeat, and Twin Temple coming to town. We will get you tickets to that show, and you'll get qualified for an autographed ghost guitar. Pretty cool prize package up for grabs right now, 208-287-1003. I'll say this, going to kick things off with I feel like is a pretty hard question in the pop culture side of things. Oh, it's going to be one either you totally know off the top of your head or somebody is going to have to cheat to get the answer. Do you understand what I'm telling you, Big J? Yeah, sure. It's one of the those time. Yeah, classic movies, if you were. Oh. We'll see if people get it. Hello, The X. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? Tim. I'm sorry, what is it? Tim. Tim. All right, Tim. You are up first. Tim, in the 2006 stoner comedy classic film Grandma's Boy, what is Alex, the main character's op- occupation? Oh. Do you know this gosh, one, Big J? I don't. Hmm, I don't know. <laughs> okay. You're wrong. All right. You don't know? You've seen it, right? You've seen the movie? I didn't hear the question. Oh, Jesus. Hello, The X. What's up? It's Chef. All right, man. In the 2006 stoner comedy film classic Grandma's Boy, oh. what is Alex, the main character's occupation? Um, video game programmer. I'll take it. Right. Good or enough. Tester. Yep, tester turned into programmer. I will happily yeah, take I did, that. Uh, I did not remember that. It's Big, been a while. Big J, who directed the movie Cop Out, starring Bruce Willis and Tracy Morgan? Uh, Kevin Smith. That's right. Right. Uh, back to you, sir. Who is the main villain in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre series of films? Leatherface. Right. Correct. Big J. Released in 1970, following Planet of the Apes, what was the official sequel to the original 1968 film called the only other film in the franchise to actually feature Charlton Heston? Return to the Planet of the Apes? Wrong. Nope. Not return. Is it Escape, Beneath, or Battle from the Planet of the Apes? Escape. Escape. Wrong. Battle. Wrong. What was the other one? Beneath. Beneath. Right. The Planet of the Apes was actually the name of the sequel to the movie. I don't think I ever watched that one either. That I don't think you watched any of them, did you? Uh, the first one, sure, when I was a kid. Congratulations, sir. You've got Ghost and Volby tickets. Uh, you are also qualified for that Ghost autographed guitar. Please hold on one second. We'll get some information from you. Make sure you're all set and good to go there. We will do some headlines next on the X-Rock. <laughs> Time for headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Half Price Friday. Another one of those going down Friday, 9 o'clock in the morning at xrock.com. You can get $50 to Lucas Downtown for just 25 bucks. It's right there in Bodo, offering simple, elegant, and delicious Italian cuisine served with creatively stiff drinks. You'll find fine dining without the fine dining price. You can check it out for some live music on select evenings, including Valentine's Day. So jump on xrock.com. These tickets don't last long, or these certificates don't last long, I should say. 9 o'clock for Half Price Friday, $50 to DeLuca's downtown for just 25 bucks when you jump on there and grab it this Friday morning. Headlines are as follows. He is lying. 
Watch out for karma, and hey, that's me. Watch out for karma. It's a good way to get out of a date, but you're probably messing with higher forces. As a young lady on TikTok recently posted on the app how she was on the worst date she'd ever been on in her life. And so she explained that during the date, she used the restroom and came up with a plan. She got a friend to text her a fake COVID-19 positive test result and then changed the contact name to NHS PCR test to make it believable. She goes on to explain she returned to the table, shared her test results, and told the date she was going to go home. Instead, she went clubbing with her friend, Big J. Everybody wins. Yay, clubbing. <laughs> I feel like you're messing with, uh, with karma if you do this, though. I mean, inevitably, that will come back to bite you in the ass. If you use COVID as an excuse enough, especially if you're pretending that you're positive when you're not... You're just messing with something that probably shouldn't be messed with. Agree or disagree? Yeah, totally. Bad idea. Uh, yeah, I mean, listen, there's plenty of other ways you can get out of being on a terrible date if you don't want to. Like, hey, I don't want to be here anymore. I'm just going to leave. But you lying to your date, coming up with a terrible excuse that uh, that you're using a pretty infectious disease that you don't want to be on the date, and then posting on TikTok about it, probably not a great way to cover up your secret. Just letting you know. He is lying or, hey, that's me. Hey, that's me. A model in Israel named Yal Eris. You ever heard of her, Big J? No. Well over one million followers on Instagram. She's pretty much uh, a modern-day Gal Gadot, if you will. Uh, she is very upset because she claims that she was turned into a sex doll without her permission. Seems that a company in China has taken her likeness, even her name, and manufactured a sex doll that is officially on the market in China. That's messed up, man. The thing supposedly has the same hair, glasses, and facial features as she does. And it's out there, and it definitely looks a lot like her, right down to a freckle on her lip. Now, she says that she doesn't have a problem with the sex doll industry in general. She does, however, have a problem with people making money on her image without her consent. So... She is very upset, going to take it to litigation, and I can understand why that's a thing. Uh, probably has to probably be a pretty weird revelation for somebody as well, right? Yeah, no kidding. Now, if you want to get even creepier, there's a lot of custom sex dolls out there, companies that make them. We've talked about them on this very show, and they've said on several occasions the celebrities would be very, very creeped out by the amount of sex dolls they make of them. Oh, no! And I'm sure they're right. Like, I mean, if you're going to get a custom sex doll, you're probably going to fulfill some sort of weird, creepy fantasy, right? Yeah. And so yeah. that's going to be, I mean, yeah, right? It should, it should make you grossed out. Again, uh, keep me out of your things and stuff. Oh, you're saying you don't want a Big J sex yeah, doll? Yeah, no. Keep me out of your things and stuff? All right. You don't want any Big J fantasies. That's what you're saying. Nope. Just making this sure. Okay. Wrap it up with He Is Lying. Uh, this isn't very traditional, but apparently that doesn't matter. According to Rich Roll, he lives in his home in California with his wife of nearly 20 years, Julie. But the 55-year-old also says he's been sleeping in a tent outside of his home for the last two years. He explains in a YouTube video that the setup allows him to sleep a little bit better. It allows him to connect with nature and support his very nature kind of uh, theme practice. And he says that his marriage is all good. The uh, couple decided it was a good idea after realizing that they prefer different temperatures indoors and realizing how much better he felt after sleeping outdoors. And so they just kept it up. Do you believe in Big J? Marriage is fine, but they haven't slept in the same room in over two years. 
Yeah, why is he gonna lie? I mean, I don't see why he'd be lying. Well, probably because it helps the brand a little bit. I mean, he is pushing YouTube stuff and his naturist lifestyle and videos and things like that, so it would make a lot of sense for him to say sleeping outside makes a lot of sense for him. But, I mean, listen, how great can it be if you can't be in the same room as each other? You know? Well, they just don't sleep in the same room. That's what they say. But who knows how deep it goes. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on all the things. You hear that live in a little over a month at the Rev Center. That is Mammoth, Wolfgang Van Halen, and Epiphany here on 100.3 The X Rocks. In the Morning After with Nick and Big J. I know you got a list of best and worst driving states, Big J. How are we doing? Yeah, we're, you know, middle of the pack as usual. And right. Wallet Hub threw out uh, their best states for driving in 2022 uh, list. And uh, interesting, they, they took um, measurements uh, from four different categories, Nick. Cost of ownership and maintenance, traffic and infrastructure, safety, and access to vehicle and maintenance. Okay. So those were the, uh, the the qualifiers here, and uh, interestingly enough, uh, the number one state to uh, to drive in, Iowa. Really? Yeah, they scored a, a five on ownership and maintenance, seven on traffic and infrastructure, and a thirty-eight in safety. So giving them a pretty good uh, round. We drove through Iowa. Yeah. Do you remember it as being a wonderful place to drive? Well, I didn't run over a tire in the middle of the freeway. So. <laughs> no, that's true. Where was that, by the way? Well, that was right outside of Columbus. Was it in Ohio? Yeah. Okay, I couldn't remember where it happened. I uh, know it did happen. The worst state to drive in? Take a wild guess. Uh, let's see. I, I California has to be up there, but it's probably not. But I'll say Washington. No, it is uh, It is Hawaii. Hawaii. Okay, I've never been, never driven, so yeah. I wouldn't know. Uh, California is, oh boy, I don't know where they're on the list, but uh, good old Idaho comes in number 17, Nick. Oh, that ain't bad. Now, are, is it ranked from best to worst or worst to best? From best to okay, worst. Okay, 17's yeah. not bad. I mean, I'm sure the reason why we're so high is because we don't have the traffic issues that a lot of states do. We've got to be up on that particular side of things. We're only at a five on infrastructure. Uh, And uh, some of them go, uh, you know, up to 50. Well, yeah, there are 50 states, so so that would make sense. Yeah, the the, the place with the best traffic and infrastructure, Nick? Yeah. North Dakota. All right, yeah, because there's nobody there. Montana, New Mexico. Nobody in those places. Kansas and Idaho is number five on that that makes That makes sense to me. Wyoming well, eight, interesting enough. But. Uh, yeah, that seems like it's uh, well. I mean, I think it's because they do a good way of, of making their like interstates through places where there are nobody, so it makes it really <laughs> yeah. seem like there's nobody that lives there. But uh, I'm glad to see we're number seventeen. Listen, it could be worse, right, Big J? Yeah. Where does your least likely state to drive in come in? Utah. Is it above us or below us? You've said before Utah has the worst drivers in the country. Oh yeah, uh, for sure. They're they're number twenty six. All right, so they are worse than us, where they deserve yeah. to be. Anyway. But they it doesn't you know it doesn't see her in. Uh, in a driver's attitude and it's true <laughs> and politeness and kindness yeah. and understanding of traffic laws morning after with nick and big j we got your bad impressions they're happening next to the x rock so far i'm not impressed morning after with nick and big j on 100.3 the x and the road to wrestlemania comes through extra mile arena what are you gonna do huh We'll get you tickets. That's what that's what you're going to do is win them right here. Uh, thanks to Bad Impressions, and that is happening uh, February 6th at Extra Mile Arena. WWE coming to town. It's going to be awesome. 208-287-1003 if you want your shot at these WWE tickets. Bad Impressions works like this. Big J's got three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in those three clues or less, 
then you've got these tickets to the WWE. Let's go to the phone. So, hello, the X. Hey. Hey, man. What's up? What's your name? Jordan. All right. You're up first, man. Good luck. I prefer grilling with propane and propane accessories. All right. I know who that is. Next next clue, though. Hey, hey, did you know you can heat a home with propane? Hank Hill. Damn it, is it Bobby? Hank yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's called Bad Impressions, I know. Nick. It was very Clinton-esque. Uh, hang on one second, man. We'll hook Damn you up it, with, with those WWE tickets. Damn Why it, is Hank Hill in the news? Listen, Mike Judge isn't just satisfied with bringing back uh, Bo- uh, Beavis and Butthead. He wants to bring back King of the Hill. And uh, basically what's happened is him and another partner uh, have uh, come together to create a new uh, animation company called Bandera. And uh, they are working on several things, including a Netflix series. But uh, one of those is alleged to be a King of the Hill uh, kind of uh, back startup on Fox. And we'll see how that, if it's going to be true or not. But uh, Brent Forrester, who's a writer previously teased the possibility of a King of the Hill revival of March of last year and revealed that both Daniels and Judge were locked into hot negotiations to revive the series, which would see Hank Hill and his family drawn back to life at the time when the characters were all aged 15 years. Oh, they're going to age everybody up 15 years? Yeah, I think that's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, you know, in the face of a lot of other cartoons, the whole idea of having an animated series is they never age and they are all the same yeah. thing. But, you know, we've seen, like, episodes that flash forward and kind of study that particular side of things. But very interesting to just place them that far in the future and see what ends up happening. But they've been talking about a King of the Hill reboot for a while. And it makes sense because if you remember, uh, they just stopped making it because Mike Judge was done. You know what I mean? Like, it was actually doing really well in the ratings and, and beating out The Simpsons in some nights. It was really popular back in the day. And then they just stopped making it. So it would make sense if it came back. But everybody has got to be on board, I would guess. Uh, but, uh, you know, money talks, right, Big J? Yeah. Keep it coming. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Uh, did they hire you to be the voice of Hank Hill? Uh, no. Oh, it's too bad. We got a guy here in the Valley that could do that. He's very good at it. Yes, sir. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We wrap up the show here next on the X-Rock. That is Jack White. That is taking me back. And that's going to wrap up the old morning after with Nick and Big J today. And uh, if you missed any part of the show, that's when you can check out the podcast for the morning after available wherever podcasts are played. You can even check it out on xrock.com if you're so inclined. But you get the entire show without all the music, just uh, as much Big J and Nick as you can handle. Uh, Yeah. Depending on your tolerance, you could have the whole show there right in the palm of your hand. Uh, But a reminder that Big J did, in fact, get taken on an emotional roller coaster, but did ultimately approve the movie that you selected for him for streaming dumbass. That would be called The God Committee. It is available on Netflix. And so far, Big J, since we've left it into the hands of the listeners, they're 2-0. Not a bad record heading into the new year. Agree or disagree? Yeah. We'll see if that streak continues, as uh, that's a good movie, according to Big J. We also talked about erectile dysfunction on the show this morning and ways that you should and should not figure out how to deal with it uh there's a lot on the do not attempt list and that was today's we're going to hell story it wasn't pretty we'll put it that way and of course big j that leaves you with the floor sir yeah i uh, found out this morning that uh former guest of the morning after louis anderson comedian uh is uh, fighting some cancer so we wish him the best he's in the hospital 
very funny gentleman. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't watched his performance on Baskets, which uh, can be a show that's, that's hard to get through, he is absolutely amazing. In it. Yeah, that show's bananas, though. It is. It is. It is cuckoo bananas, no doubt about it. From Zach Galifianakis for sure, but he is great in it, and we wish him the best, no doubt about it. If you want to wish Big J the best in person today, I've got a way that you can do that. He's going to be up broadcasting live at Expo Idaho today from 4 to 6 p.m. Dennis Dillon's got their 39th annual Expo Idaho sale that is kicking off today, goes all the way through Sunday, and Big J will be out there today, 4 to 6, talking about all the deals for new and pre-owned cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs, and even has some free X-Show tickets, so enjoy your afternoon out there with the people at Expo Idaho, Big J. Will you do me that? Great? Yeah, damn right. Swing on by and say hello. We will see you tomorrow. Jason Drew's coming up next. It's EX Rocks. <laughs> The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.